Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. What kind of programs does this school have? How are the test scores? How many kids do a classroom? Homes.com knows these are all things you ask when you're home shopping as a parent. That's why each listing on Homes.com includes extensive reports on local schools, including photos, parent reviews, test scores, student-teacher ratio, school rankings, and more. The information is from multiple trusted sources and curated by Homes.com's dedicated in-house research team. It's also you can make the right decision for your family. Homes.com. We've done your homework. This is Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans with me, Cheryl Burke, and iHeartRadio Podcast. Hey, everyone. Now that the current season of Dancing with the Stars is over, we don't want to leave you without a second episode each week. So instead of the weekly recaps, we are going to cover all of the latest Dancing with the Stars headlines and hot topics every single week right here on Sex, Lies, and Spray Tans. So let's get started. You know, one of the biggest stories this week is the unfortunate news of Derek Huff and his wife, Haley, who underwent emergency surgery. And later in the show, we are actually going to have Dr. Sarah Evans-Nezer, a neurologist, who will help us understand what happened and what the recovery process looks like. So we're going to start today with news that actually came from our show last week. Samantha Harris was very vulnerable with us talking about her exit with Dancing with the Stars and being asked to basically deglam and pudge up to not look like one of the pro dancers. I just want to thank Samantha so much for being so candid. You know, the purpose of the show is for people to have a platform like this podcast to be able to talk through their feelings, talk about their experience, but by no means are we bashing the show. We are just talking about our feelings while honoring Dancing with the Stars. You know, I know Samantha wants to be on the show as a celebrity contestant, and I think she has an amazing story and she would be a great one. You know, as we've discussed on the show, when it comes to body image and with me currently dealing with body dysmorphia, I mean, I'm not going to say that Dancing with the Stars gave me that. I think just as a dancer, you know, you really can't help but compare yourself to whoever you're looking at in, through the mirror. Also, when it comes to being like a competitor, especially on Dancing with the Stars, you know, the TV does add 10 pounds. And that is a true statement. I mean, look, a lot of people that I've run into as far as fans go, always when they see me, they're shocked. And they always say, oh, my God, you're so much smaller in person than you are on television. And I'm like, I don't know what to say to that because I don't know if that's a compliment or like if they're basically insinuating that I look bigger um, on TV than I do in person. But honestly, look, I think it's important that we are all as a society careful with our words and and really 
learn to retrain the brain and appreciate, you know, different figures. There's not just one figure. You don't have to be a size zero to be beautiful, point blank. You know, this goes into the next headline um, when it comes to Allison Hannigan. She lost 20 pounds. She looks amazing. But the most important part of that quote from Allison is that she also feels 20 pounds lighter as far as emotional baggage goes. And I think that it's all look, it's all relevant, right? Like at the end of the day, if you feel good from the inside, you're going to look great from the outside. And just because you lose weight, you know, obviously she's been doing it in a healthy way. But I have to say like during hiatus or like, you know, right now as I'm, I've retired, I do, you know, tend to the self-talk and the self-hate is getting louder in my head and I'm starting to realize it and I'm currently working through it. But like I just the common thread through all my interviews lately, especially is this concern of just like body positivity and body image, the pressure. I don't think it's just dancing with stars. I think it's just being on TV and being in the spotlight. I think people, you know, now hopefully Allison doesn't try to maintain this weight because it's not necessarily a healthy, I don't know if it's a healthy weight or not. Like at the end of the day, it's because of the rigorous dancing with the stars schedule. It's seven days a week, you guys. And as you progress through the competition, the hours get longer. And look, by no means is this a healthy way to lose weight when it comes to everyday people. No one's going to be working out at the gym for eight hours a day. Right now, Ozempic is a huge headline. Um, You know, Oprah has been very vocal about using Ozempic. Look, I truly believe, like with mental health, there are just no quick fixes. You have to do the work and it's slow and steady wins the race. It's a slow progression. You know, something like Dancing with the Stars, it's so stressful. And not only are you under the clock and the watch as far as like learning how to do this dance and doing it within a four-day turnaround, it, it that also adds to maybe not getting the right nutrition. Like for me, at least when I'm stressed out, I don't eat. And look, I think it your body's in shock. For anyone that hasn't danced before, your body's in shock and you absolutely lose weight. And I hope that, you know, the people that do lose weight don't feel the need to maintain that weight. You know what I mean? So, look, at the end of the day, as long as they feel good from the inside, that's all that matters. You know, I just know that there's a lot of celebrities out there talking about using drugs like Ozempic, you know, for losing weight. You know, it brings up just the topic of quick fixes. And there are just no quick fixes when it comes to weight loss, period, point blank. Dancing with the stars and dancing in general works because you're having fun while you're active, while your body's in movement. And you're also working out your brain as well. You know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. I just hope people are not looking to the rapid weight loss as this is the one way of doing it and one way only. There's not just one way. You got to find out what works best for you and do it in a healthy matter, healthy environment and give yourself time. Okay, the next headline is Val Schmerkowski. Is he retiring? Does he have retirement plans? You know, on Jenna's Instagram, she did a Q&A and Jenna and Val basically did it together. And one of the questions was if Val plans on retiring after winning his third mirror ball this past season. Jenna quoted, this is so funny. We have had so many people ask us if he's retiring this season in her Instagram story while sitting next to her husband, Val. You know, she asked him, do people know something that we don't know, Val. Val replied, I don't know, but no, I'm not retiring. What is that? I would love to be back if the show brings me back. I'll be there. So there you go, Dancing with the Stars fans. Don't worry. 
if he's asked back, which I'm sure he will be, but we also, as pros, we don't know if we're coming back winning a Mirabal trophy or not. Like Sharna's situation, for example, she won with Bobby Bones. She wasn't asked back, but I have to say they, they don't ask us back until like sometimes days. Most of the time, I would say a week or two, but it just depends on the cast. Like the first goal, I think, as far as the executives go, is they have to cast the show. Then they have to partner the people who have signed their contract. And sometimes the celebrities don't sign their contracts till like the last second. And sometimes it switches. Like I just know there's lots of like rumblings and like there's just sometimes partnerships change randomly and quickly. And that unfortunately either means one of the pro dancers that were originally with that partner may have to be switched out. You know, at the end of the day, we don't know our fate if we're coming back until days or maybe a week prior to the announcement as far as the cast goes. So I'm sure Val wants to come back. He had a great season and, you know, he loves dancing and he's been such a great rep as far as, you know, a professional ballroom dancer and he still is in tip top shape. So more power to him. Ariana Maddox. So um, she is the new Roxy Hart on uh, Broadway in the Broadway musical Chicago. And fun fact, (laughs) I actually tried out to be Roxy Hart and I didn't get it because my singing voice sucks and I'm tone deaf. But um, I love that she's moving on to bigger and better things. Look, Dancing with the Stars, if you really strategically plan and you've got a good team behind you. I have to say that a lot of the, you know, prior celebrity contestants have really made a huge name for for themselves after doing the show. For example, Mario Lopez, you know, he's everywhere. Literally everywhere. I walk into a hotel room and there he is, you know, on my TV screen. And I have to say that dancing is amazing in this sense that you can really use the exposure and the platform that the show gives you. You can just totally capitalize on it as Ariana is doing. You know, she deserves all of the success. And this is, I believe, just the beginning of her new career. I also hear that, you know, behind the scenes, she's just very, she's a very talented woman. And she could actually like sing, she can obviously now dance and act. So I can't wait to um, hear what you guys think of her big appearance as Roxy Hart. Kill it, girl. Okay, so the next headline is Jason Mraz and Daniela. I mean, Jason Mraz's dances for the finale are basically both trending. But for sure, the one that is trending currently is his finale performance where he sings that very catchy song that I honestly, after seeing that, I had to see it a few more times. I mean, it was so catchy. The dancing was great. I believe Mandy Moore choreographed that number. She did such an amazing job. And I just love that, you know, the song was so good that Derek even had to come out of his judge's seat and join him. It is um, a song that I could definitely see Dancing with the Stars using for their theme song next season. Um, I loved being able to see Jason in his own light and being so comfortable in his body. Obviously, I always enjoy watching the pros dance, um, but I feel like it's almost like this song has it's like a rendition, but I don't think it is. I think it's just that good. Now, when it comes to their freestyle, that 
dance is almost trending, which it, I'm sure it will in the next few days. But I believe that Daniela and Jason, I think that was the best. I mean, I know for in my opinion, at least that it was the best freestyle of the night, if not the best dance of the season. I thought Daniela choreographed the crap out of that dance. She did an insane job. I mean, that is not easy, you guys. And the finale, when it comes to freestyle, your music is at least like 90 seconds to like a minute 45. And I know that sounds short, but it's not. Like, you know, you start out with like a minute long dances and then it moves, it progresses and the time increases. And it's not like they were just doing a rumba. They were doing Lindy Hop with lifts. I mean, he was as in sync as the pros. The pros were there the whole time from top to bottom doing the same choreography and he stood out. And that was what I believe he was just completely underrated this whole season. His ease and how effortless it looked when watching these two dance is not easy to do. You have to really master the skill of just learning your choreography, knowing it so that, you know, they obviously worked on the detail. They worked on the dynamic that I just keep saying that that is what's going to set you apart from everybody. But, you know, I still want to congratulate Sochi and Val. Obviously, they also did an amazing job. I think it's just style preference. But breaking news right now, um, Daniela really, and I see why, obviously, but she injured herself pretty bad. I believe, you know, Dr. Z, who is our doctor on set, um, he comes on set when needed. And basically, she had to get like shot up. I think something happened with her feet or I don't know, or her toe. I I don't know. All I saw was a story, Instagram story of her in so much pain. She hates needles. And then her husband, Pasha, was there holding her hand through it all. But basically, the breaking news with Daniela is that she's postponing her Dancing with the Stars tour appearance after this injury. And she is actually making a very smart decision as far as longevity goes as a dancer. You have to heal properly. You can't just push through. You can't live on and you can't numb. You can't just live on shots for the rest of your dancing career, right? This was quoted by Daniela. I just wanted to give you a little update. As you've probably seen, I'm injured. I'm so excited for this tour and I want to make sure I give it my all every single time I dance on stage. In order to do that, I have to heal properly before going on the road. She continued, I will unfortunately be missing the first month of tour while I'm healing the absolute incredible Alexis, who was a former troop member and she won So You Think You Can Dance, will be there in my place. So look, I think she's making the right decision, especially, you know, this the show is not going to stop anytime soon. There's going to be a season 33. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure if they got the official pickup yet or if they've already been picked up. But either way, it, she's making the right decision. And um, you know, I just wish her well and a fast healing recovery for Daniela. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Had enough of those supplements that leave you feeling nothing? Symbionica is your solution to great-tasting, all-natural supplements that actually work. Crafted with premium plant-based ingredients, their products have no seed oils, fillers, or toxins. Try them out and actually feel the difference today. Visit Symbionica.com and use code IHEART for 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Again, that's 15% off plus free shipping on your subscription order. Go to Symbionica.com. C-Y-M-B-I-O. 
T-I-K-A.com. Hey, everyone. It's Ted from Consumer Cellular, the guy in the orange sweater, and this is your wake-up call. If you're paying too much for wireless service, you don't have to keep having that nightmare. Consumer Cellular has the same fast, reliable coverage as the leading carriers for less. And for a limited time, new customers receive their second month free when they sign up and use promo code MONTHFREE by May 31st. So why keep spending more than you have to? Seriously, wake up and call 1-888-FREEDOM or visit ConsumerCellular.com. Taxes, fees, and other third-party charges will apply. See website for additional details. Dr. Sarah Sternezer is a board-certified UCI health neurologist and neurointensivist who primarily sees patients in the hospital when they are admitted to the Neuroscience Intensive Care Unit. Sternezer earned her medical degree at Stanford School of Medicine in Stanford, California, followed by an internal medicine internship at Santa Clara Valley Medical Center and a neurology residency at Stanford Hospital. Please welcome neurologist Dr. Sarah Sternezer to the show. Hi, how are you? Hi, doctor. I just want to thank you so much for coming on. You know, before we get into this conversation, I just want you to know and my listeners to know how just happy I am to have someone answer some questions for me and for all the fans and anybody who has heard of the news because I'm just concerned like everyone else. And although I have text Derek, my well wishes, I don't know much about the situation or the condition, honestly. Absolutely. You know, as far as Derek and Haley goes, Haley was the one that was diagnosed, it says, with cranial hematoma. But is it, what's the difference between cranial and intracranial hematoma? And what is it? Yeah, so that's a great question. You know, a hematoma is just a word that means a hematoma. big thing. I've been blood. saying it wrong. Okay. That's okay. I, I spent many, many years in training uh, to pronounce half of these words. So a hematoma in general is a big amount. It's a pocket of blood, you can have a hematoma kind of anywhere in the body. Cranial hematomas, and to be honest, based on the um, the announcements so far, it's not entirely clear exactly where the hematoma is in the brain, but it's somewhere inside the skull. The reason that hematomas in the brain are so much more dangerous is that, you know, if you bruise your, your leg, your arm, and it swells, it has a place to go. But when there's bleeding in the brain and swelling in the brain, it actually causes a really big pressure to build up. And that can actually damage other parts of the brain and be life threatening. What caused this or is it not? I mean, was it something specific or? That's a great question. And, you know, there's a lot of things that can cause intracranial hematomas, a cranial hematoma where she's having a craniotomy where they take a part of the skull off is definitely blood that's inside the skull. I mentioned the pressure that can build up from the bleeding. That is why you take off the skull, actually. It's to alleviate that pressure so the pressure doesn't transmit to other parts of the brain and cause other damage. Overall, there's two main categories of hematoma. One would be spontaneous hematoma, where the bleeding happens from a ruptured blood vessel. The other one is generally trauma-related, and those can be in different parts of the brain as well. So, you know, they're currently on tour at the moment, and I mean... I've, I've known Derek since, you know, we were kids and look also, we, I also know how high intense, you know, ballroom is sounds crazy, but you would never think ballroom dancing is so intense, but it is. And especially, you know, Derek is, some, is one of the best um, performers and choreographers and Haley is his partner on this tour. Do you think that has anything to do? Is it re- correlated somehow or is, could it just be like you said, and it could be, be anything? So I think that's a great question. If anything, I would say that they're probably both less likely to have any illness just because they're in such great shape. And we know exercise is so good for your brain and your body. 
For the the trauma-related kind of um, hematoma in the brain, that's associated with some type of force. I I haven't heard any history of that, but obviously I'm not her doctor. I'm not taking care of her. The other kind of hematoma, the spontaneous kind, is caused by a rupture of a blood vessel. So in young people, they're much more rare. In older people, they can be more common, unfortunately. And this is generally referred to as a stroke. It's under the umbrella of a stroke, but it's a bleeding kind. So it's very different than the kind that's caused by a clot. For somebody as young as she is, um, oftentimes it can be caused by some type of blood vessel abnormality or problem with the blood vessel that may have been there her whole life. Um, It can also be caused um, by high blood pressure, which... Again, I think it's less common in young, healthy people who are essentially athletes. Other things too, um, you can have actually a clot in the venous system, the draining system of the brain, and that can cause a pressure and and bleeding from that. But that's also relatively uh, rare. Sometimes we don't actually find the cause, Mm. um, but blood vessel abnormalities are probably the most common in a younger person who has this type of bleed. Um, again, hard to say without um, knowing more. The treatment right. is generally, you know, focus on alleviating that pressure, treating swelling. Recovery also is very aggressive therapy, physical oh, therapy, really? occupational therapy. And I mean, I think in some ways she's so young and, you know, we, it's, it's much more unexpected in that way, but her ability to recover will be much greater because one, she's in wonderful shape and her, her brain is young and robust. And so mm-hmm. I would still be really optimistic about her ability um, moving forward. Although my heart goes out to them, it's an incredible yeah. marathon to recover from something like that. And um, I'm glad to see they have so much support yeah. from family, friends, and and obviously the, the, the world looking no, and watching. Sure. And, for sure. And also as far as dancing goes, would she be able to dance anytime soon again or... That's a really hard question to answer. So it really depends where the blood is. Um, The part, the blood itself can cause injury just because, especially if an artery ruptures, it's a very high pressure and that, that blood coming out at high speed can, can actually damage part of the brain. How that affects her long-term is really dependent on what part of the brain is affected, where that bleed is. Your brain is very specialized. There's a part for moving your leg, a part for moving your arm, part for feeling your arm. Um, apart for talking, apart for understanding language. And so that recovery is really dependent on the specific location. But as I said, I I think we're always really optimistic when people are overall young and healthy because they just have so much more ability to bounce back. And as far as memory loss, is that a side, like what are the side effects? Yeah, the memory can be uh, affected. You know, I think the thing that's hardest to qualify is some of the the thinking or mood aspects. Um, when I was in residency, I actually did research looking at um, depression after stroke, just generally different types right. of strokes, specifically the bleeding type. And, you know, there are these subtle things that can happen long term. The good news is that we have great treatment and support for all of these kind of either cognitive or psychological side effects. Right. And um, I'm hoping she's going to get really tremendous care from wonderful yeah. doctors, therapists. Um, yeah, psych- I was just saying that she was actually they were in Washington, D.C. on tour when this happened. Thank God they were there and not some random, you know, like they ha- they obviously got the best from what I've seen so far as far as Derek's Instagram posts, but they obviously got the correct and the um, best medical care that they could, you know. Um, Thank God for that. Can you walk me through the actual recovery? Um, Is it, you know, when can she get on a plane back to Los Angeles? You know, all of it. 
So the recovery is a couple of things. One is how long it takes for the swelling to go down. The, the flying is always the main question. Getting on a plane isn't dangerous necessarily in of itself. It's just that you have a period of time where if anything happens, you can't get medical care. And so often people will stay at least for a couple of weeks around the center where they're getting care. There's something called an inpatient rehabilitation unit. I think rehab, when we talk about it generally, we're often talking about substance use disorder, but Mm -hmm. rehab in my world is really intensive physical therapy, occupational therapy hours every day. And I've just had so many patients who have just done incredible in such a short period of time from that type of intensive therapy. And so it would be up to her and her family to decide kind of where the best place for that is. The other part of recovery, when you have a craniectomy, so they take a part of the bone off to alleviate that pressure, is putting that bone on. And uh, the timing for when you put that bone back really depends on so many factors. And that would be also a part of recovery. And so she will have to have that surgery. She'll have to go My understanding back. is she had a craniectomy. The ectomy means they take the bone off. Okay. And then at some point you do put the bone back on. The craniectomy is a life-saving uh, surgery for alleviating the pressure, as we talked about earlier. And so she just felt a little disoriented when this happened. I guess like she could have, as dancers, you know, we're like, we fight through it all. Like it doesn't, I don't know if being disoriented, like for me personally would have me be really worried, to be quite honest, especially after spinning and like just traveling in general. And then you're just in high intense workout, like right after you get off the plane or whatever, but, or exhaustion. Um, What, I mean, for people who may, God, I don't wish this on on anyone, obviously, but like, what would be the signs? Like, what does disoriented mean? Like, what, to what extent do you have to go to the emergency room? Yeah, that's always a really hard question. I can tell you, even triaging over the phone uh, as someone who's been in medicine for a long time can be really hard. I think disorientation in and of itself is hard to really characterize. I think severe headache. So headache that, you know, we we all can get headaches. People have migraines, get headaches, something that's different from your usual pattern, more severe, something that starts really suddenly um, and and, um, gets really, really bad, really fast. In stroke in general, so um, spontaneous hemorrhage in the brain has has symptoms, uh, BFAF, so, um, you know, changes in... um, your, your facial movement, your speech, weakness on any side of your body, dizziness, disorientation, where you're actually stumbling, you're having problems walking. Those are things that are more concerning for an acute neurologic syndrome. And those are things that should really prompt you to go to the emergency room. Obviously, loss of consciousness. Um, but anything from a neuro standpoint, often when people have a stroke, it affects a particular part of the body. So they're weak on one side. Double vision can be really concerning if you have that along with disorientation and dizziness. So I think those are things where we all just really have to know our own body. If you are concerned about anything life-threatening, anyone listening, Please call 911. Don't drive yourself to the emergency room. We have so many systems in place where we activate amazing people, amazing systems to ensure that you get the fastest care possible. And that can be activated by the EMS, by the um, ambulance. If you get there, there's always a delay and it's not as fast to get you care. And we have amazing care for, for stroke patients now, things that didn't exist even when I started residency. And so I just want to make sure that um, everyone listening, if you need those services, which hopefully you never will, you're able to benefit from them and from, um, again, all those systems in place to get you really best care. Thank you so much, doctor, for your time. Where can my listeners find you? 
Um, so I'm at Nezer Sarah on Twitter, and then um, I'm at uh, the University of California, Irvine. So if you ever have other needs or care and you live in Southern California, I'd be happy to connect you. Thank you so much. Really, thank you. This really helps. Thank you. It was so nice. And um, I just want to say my thoughts go out to Haley and her family. Um, these things are so challenging. And I know from working in it, one of the things that's hardest about any brain injury is people go from being fine to not fine so quickly. Um, but I want to just say, uh, if, if they're ever listening, I had so many people who have done tremendously well who come back to our clinic and have really just made uh, an incredible recovery. And I really hope that she'll be in that group of people. Yeah. She's a fighter for sure. So um, thank you for that, though. I really appreciate your time again. My pleasure. Really nice speaking with you. I just want to thank Dr. Sarah Sternezer again for coming on and really educating all of us. I want to close out this episode by really sending all of my love and positive healing energy out to Haley, Derek, and their families at this time. Uh, if you guys can also do the same and just, you know, keep them in your prayers and send positive healing energy their way as well. You know, they, they just need all the positivity that they can really get at this moment. So thank you. And I'll talk to you guys soon. Asking the right questions can greatly impact your future, especially when it comes to your finances. So if you're looking for a financial advisor you can trust, certified financial planner professionals are committed to acting in your best interest. That's why it's got to be a CFP. Find your CFP professional at letsmakeaplan.org. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited-time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive, with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com.